0: What's the difference between corporate life versus solopreneurship? I had this question asked to me many times during my coaching sessions with my clients and it's an interesting thing for me to talk about because um, I don't usually talk about these things to you know people outside my family because everybody is just focused on what they have to do, right? And when I'm being approached for coaching, the usual questions which is more immediate and urgent is that I have this issue at my workplace. My career is stagnant. What, what should I do about it? What can I do about it? So I usually start off from there. And as I talk to them, they first of all, we, we solve the problems uh, for them. And subsequently, they they kind of just, you know, move naturally to this question about why I am doing my own business. And what it meant for me. In fact, I think during the conversations that we have, uh, they are kind of inspired that this could be something that they want to do as well. But you know, there was no real push factor, and this is what I'm going to, you know, drive at. Uh, there was a push factor for me in 2017 when I went into self-employment mode. Uh, company was going through a redundancy uh, restructuring. I was not immediately affected. I could still stay on with the company, uh, although in a different capacity. But I decided at that time, strangely, to actually come out on my own and partner an ex colleague to do our own, you know, uh, we were doing recruitment services as I am today. And it was the most um, uh, traumatizing experience for me because there was a lot of concern about what am I going to do? Can I actually replicate uh, some of the results that I had when I was working for an for an agency, I was getting paid right. But when you come out on your own, you don't get a fixed salary. That's for sure. You are in a pure startup mode, so everything is bootstrap, and you do not know how long it takes before your first uh, paycheck comes in. And so that was the kind of concern that I had to leave with. And I know a lot of people who are thinking about going into their own, you know, doing their own business they will definitely come to this question and they have to you know have a buffer in order for them to uh, take take the leap of faith so that's that's my story and i think what's the difference between corporate life versus solo solopreneurship i think there's not a lot of difference uh, in fact i want to draw your attention to what is similar in a solo solopreneurship You actually have to work on many different aspects of your business alone. And that's what solopreneur means. It it means that you're in full control of all the major and minor decisions that the company has to make. And you have to make these decisions, decide who you want to partner with, uh, decide who you want to outsource certain tasks to. And you you have to do that. Now imagine the same thing in, in a company whereby jobs... Functions are usually segregated and, uh, you know, diversified among different team members. And if you think about that, it's actually having the the job functions of a solopreneur split into multiple people. And if you can have the same mindset of a solopreneur in your work, you will put yourself in a better position to actually one day start and own your business. And... This is the point I'm trying to drive at. Do not approach your work like a corporate employee because that's not maximizing your learning curve. That's not maximizing you know the, the, the benefits you can get out of your work. You'll be uh, shortchanging yourself. So look at it just like a self-employed. Think about what you can do to make your work more productive, uh, more income-generating. And even though you're not the P&L guy, you're not the profit and loss general manager, uh, if you will, you should still have that in your mind because that's the kind of skill set, the kind of mentality, the kind of uh, stress that a solo will go through. And the earlier you put yourself in that position to learn the skills, the mindset, and the tenacity to deal with it, the better the chance of you ramping up quickly when you start your own business. I'm not suggesting that people should just start their own business because they feel inspired that you know uh, Zhu Guang here or somebody out there has has a business that they can call their own and they're in full control of their time, uh, they're making good income. Uh, that's not the point here. The point is, with all the talk about career instability, and career instability is a real issue. It's not because it's post pandemic or pre, or even in the midst of a pandemic. Technological disruptions is causing, you know, career instability for some people. Some get affected more readily, while others are feeling the trickling effects of the onslaught of technology that threatens to replace some of our functions. So you have AI, chat GPT, and many more that will come out that you cannot foresee today. So the risk to a solo solopreneur, as well as the risk to a corporate uh, employee, is not a, is not is dif- not different. Okay, okay. It, let me repeat that again. It's not different. It's the same because ChatGPT affects the solo solopreneur as much as it affects somebody who works in a corporate, uh, you know, setting. The only thing is that in a corporate setting, somebody can press the pause button on you and say that, "Look, William." You are no longer needed here because unfortunately we found a cheaper you know a more efficient way of doing copywriting or doing uh, creative design and that's it you you do not have you you can't carry the conversation further unless at that pivotal moment you can quickly you know rebrand yourself and say that but look i could do this that ai can't i could actually take care of these things that value add to the company and, and that's what corporate people have to keep thinking: How can I value add beyond the curve? How can I value add beyond what technology can provide to, uh, you know, to the business? So that's one point for you to think about. And the same thing happens to the solar pruner. Uh, we also face the same problem uh, when we come to dealing with our business. The same technology threatens us as much as it threatens you. The only difference is that. We are constantly in control of what we can do against those threats. We are not going to fire ourselves. We are going to fire ourselves from the old thoughts, the old methods that we have been using, but we are going to reinvent ourselves using the technology that has come upon us. And we make choices. We are in position to make choices. So that's that's the thing. And I wanted to have uh, to close up this uh, episode by encouraging. Uh, every corporate uh, professional out there that you can make you know a better case for yourself whether you you want to continue to stay on in the corporate world or if you decide to venture out on your own you can position yourself much better uh, today and in the future by preparing your skills by understanding what is the value add you can bring to yourself Uh, to the business that you are in. And in other words, if you are able to constantly upskill yourself in the relevant areas that provide you returns on investment, then you probably will not be out of a job. And even if you are, the skills that are in demand will always be in demand, even if you're out on your own. But you do need to learn the skills for marketing and putting things together, business contracts, agreements, which is which are actually the simpler, you know, more direct things to do. And you can actually have your business. You can start actually exploring, you know, building your own business and doing the same thing that you used to love, but now on your own. I hope that gives you an idea of the similarities uh, more than the just the differences between the two types of work. Uh, both are essentially very fulfilling on their own. If we know how to, you know, get uh, play the game right, and yes it's all about getting your skills uh, in the way that you know the market is trending and i think there's always one uh, compass that we can look upon which is end of the day what we do whether it has value or not is often determined by how much people how many people sorry uh, we can serve and that means understanding that if you know how to create value that in return goes back to the people that you are serving Then you will be in a comfortable position to navigate your career, whether as a corporate employee or as a solo prunier. And usually if you have really figured out how to serve, you know, a a mass population with a problem that they have, it makes a lot of sense for you to be a solo prunier as well because you could just do it on your own and enjoy, you know, that flexibility of time and also the the career fulfillment of uh, growing your own business. Thank you.